Here's Brissett looking, firing, end zone. Oh, what a catch by Njoku! Touchdown! Would you give up everything if no one knew that you saved the world? <laughs> All right. Oh! And it is a gloomy, rainy day in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, it is Wednesday. We're halfway there. But we're back from a victory, finally. Yeah. Got that Got that dub. <laughs> it, was, it was ugly. The was, weather was ugly. It was nasty. Nasty day in Cleveland. It's going to be another nasty week, but luckily they're not playing here. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Great win. <laughs> they won it for Jacoby. Won it for Jacoby. That's all yeah. that mattered to me. I wanted I them to win for Jacoby. You know, and the beat the Bucks is huge. You know, I mean, like, you know, yeah, they're they're playing a little bit down this year, but they just came off with a three game win streak, mm-hmm. and uh, to basically, you know, break that up, and everyone's talking about like, oh, if they win this fourth one, they're going to the play, you know, whatever. But like, it's uh, it's really good to you know get that win and send Jacoby off because. Jacoby Brissett is no longer our starter after uh, this past week. Uh, the 11 games uh, are up. We have Mr. Watson. Get your hand towels ready, baby. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, not going into anything outside of football in this conversation. Um, it should be interesting to see. Um, but let's talk about this past week before we jump into this this current Okay. Week. We won in the last two minutes of the game and in overtime. Yeah, fourth and ten. Let us not forget how bad we played for 95% of the game. But who played bad this week? Offense or defense? I'd say offense. Yeah. Offense was bored. The defense looked solid this week. And also, before I just want to shout this out, dude. Mart Emerson... Basically shutting down Mike Evans. I, I have Mike Evans on my fantasy team, and I'm like, you know what? Like, hell yeah. I but had, also, like, my points are like, sh- god damn it. I had Godwin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I looked out. Um, well, but yeah. The, I, I think where the offense is having a problem is play calling again. Um, lack of creativity. Um you know, they put together a great first drive, and then their second drive, just like, just a step below it, yeah. and um, periodically worse. And all it, it, the it slowly, the progressively gets yeah. worse, and they get into this. They run the same same play over and over again. Run scheme um, is that they run this counter out of the shotgun, and they've been doing it since they've had Nick Chubb. That's like his go-to play. But it's like, it hits every one out of seven times they do it. Yeah. So it's it's like, I, I don't know. They, they, they got to change up the run scheme because it seems like on, on Sunday, it was the same play over and over again. Yeah, just right up the middle. Um, As far as their, I mean, they, there was nothing going for them. Nothing. I, I mean, they pulled out a screen on, like, the second-to-last drive, and it worked. Um, they tried to pull it again, but uh, um, they I forgot who the defender was. I think it was Levante David. He had to make a hell of a play to stop Njoku. I mean, he was 
he was walking into the end zone at that point. Um, but uh, offense, man, it was just so dull. But I will say this. Um, people have question marks about Watson um, going into the rest of the season. And I think that this offense is going to be ran a little differently. Yeah. Just because you have a whole different style of quarterback. Well, you, you it's kind of like having like a like a free trial, right? Right. Like, it, like you see, you get to read the first like 10 pages of the book, but there's like 200 that are in there. I and feel like it's going to get opened up a little more. Absolutely. I mean, you think like you have this whole playbook for your quarterback and you don't have your quarterback, so you're like, here's a similar system that we're basically like watering down for Jacoby. And um, so I think it'll definitely be a little bit. Obviously, they, they, they were playing. They were playing the Jacoby strengths. I think. I yeah. mean, you have to. You have to. I mean, that's your quarterback for and eleven games. It worked. Yeah. So, um, I yeah. mean, he he leaves the Jacoby leaves the offense uh, with a P with the fifth highest PFF score in the league right now. Yeah. So twelve uh, touchdowns, six interceptions. A career high in passing yards, career high in touchdowns, and a career high in passer rating and QBR rating. Yeah, I mean, you you look great, and I, you can't ask anything more from. So thank you, Jacoby Brissett. I appreciate you're the there. man, Jacoby. Yeah, uh, it, my it, favorite Browns quarterback since they came back, hands down. I agree. I can't. I mean, him and him. And what a what a class act. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely the best. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I can't say anymore, man. He's great. Um, another person that was really great and impresses week after week after week after week is Amari Cooper. And I, I can't believe that we just got him, we gave a fifth round pick for Amari Cooper. Blows my mind. And uh, he, he's been absolutely amazing this whole year. Uh, 796 yards so far, I think seven touchdowns. Um,. I mean, what more do you want? I mean, he's on pace to have. That's like, why you go out here. and get a superstar and he, to make big plays like he did. Yeah, two um, massive plays, massive plays, and if we didn't have him, I mean, we definitely would have lost this game. And you know what? Let's give one final like good job to Anthony Schwartz. Yeah, finally, dude. He got on the field and he scored a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and he had a nice catch he, he, he had, in the game. He made two plays that I thought were kind of a big deal for that dr- for getting the drive started. Yeah. Um, going forward, I'd like to see a little more of him just because, you know, you spent a third-round pick on him. Um, you know, I, always, I always thought that his problem was his hands. Yeah. Um, I think he has a speed to make up for poor route running. It, well, and, and he's a very good vertical runner, straight yeah. runner, because when you have him just go right up, he can make some plays. He can burn some people. I mean, look at look how many people had the opportunity to tackle him on that uh, sweep, and they couldn't touch him. He just blew through the gap while two people were yeah, trying you to You give close. him a head start, he's a hard person to tackle. Yeah, and... and, and Especially I, I think, if you have one blocker there. And yeah, as Jacoby well, said. Yeah, there, was, there was two, but... Jacoby was your leading blocker, and he blew it up. He did. He, did. he looked really good. That was awesome. That was, that was really awesome. Uh, but, yeah, no, definitely just get more vertical with him, you know. Uh, maybe not put him on the outside, but maybe an inside vertical play with him. I don't know. Right. That, that could be unique, you know. All right. Um, I mean, the, Gilbert. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
No, you can go ahead, because I was about to change the subject a little yeah, bit. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm off Schwartz. You, you need to prove more, but... Um, Use the Schwartz. Yeah, probably Schwartz. Uh, um, but I would say that... And another bright side of this team that has been kind of awful all year is the special teams. Um, on Sunday, there was... I mean, it was mostly the punt return team. Like, dear God... Donovan Peoples-Jones put the Browns in so many great opportunities to just run away with this game. Like, I'm talking... Dude, they were, Ford. Yeah, they, they were... Even Jerome Ford. I mean, they, that. They had, they had pretty solid field position for the majority of the game. I mean, Jerome Ford, in the, I think the fourth quarter of that kick, I mean, he, like, really drove it up to, like, near the 40. Mm-hmm. Like, it was an, an, an awesome starting for field position. But, I mean, those things matter. That's a make-or-break thing. You yeah. know, say you're pinned, you know, within your 20 or you're almost at midfield. That's freaking huge. Well, you also got to think, say you, you get a run back at, you run it back to at least midfield. It takes one pass to get in the field goal range. I know. Yeah. I and, know. and that's not saying you got Justin Tucker back there. That's, it's a doable kick from the 40 yard line. So it, it's just. It's a very crucial part of the game that's really underrated, but having having someone that can get you at midfield happened three times, three times on Saturday, I mean on Sunday, that they were able to get the ball to the midfield by a return, it, and it was it was a crucial part of the game. Granted, sometimes they didn't make a play of it, but it comes into the idea of flipping the field. Yeah. And- um, you get the punt, and then that's it's not always a win offensively, but flipping the field is a big deal. Yeah. Um, but to move from special teams, the big one, the big elephant in the room that's been the problem all year, um, is the defense, and they looked pretty damn solid on Sunday. Um, sloppy at mm-hmm. times, but they they had a great receiving core they had up to go up against. Um, yeah, really good. Uh, I, I, I just don't think Tampa Bay's offense is lights out. Um, not taking away anything from Tom Brady, but they were down Leonard Fournette. Their offensive line's been kind of banged up all year. Um, but I think schematically, the way they game-planned against them, they did a very good job. So tip of the head to the idiot Joe Woods. Um <laughs> Let's see if he can do it again for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say, yeah, I mean, the, the line is banged up on that offensive side, so our very subpar uh, defensive line looked decent. Uh, Miles Garrett was actually getting quite a bit of pressure. Clowney looked good. Um, it took four quarters to get a sack, so, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But And I will say, said, Mark Emerson looked great. And the only downside I can really point to this defense was Denzel Ward had another really rough. He game. got cooked. He got cooked time after time. And the worst part about it, and I hate, I hate when this happens. I mean, he could be actually hurt, by, but like, there were like it was an awesome catch, and then he just kind of like, kind of like flipped, like flipped over, and basically held his ankle. And it's like, dude, like if you're hurt, like be hurt, but like you just gave up the play, like don't act hurt. You know, like, just, like, take it and just get better. Like, I, I don't know. Um, he, he got cooked, yeah, too many times for my liking. Um, especially after, like, you know, we got guys coming in that look 
great and look really good, solid. And he's the only one, the only one that's actually paid in that secondary because they're all young guys. He's the only one that's like paid in that secondary, and he's the one that we can't count on uh, this past week and for majority of the year as well. Uh, just kind of like rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. Like he's 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 definitely got to step up. Well, in he's got he's got he's got one more week to get it together because they're gonna be heading to Cincinnati. Not to look past against the look past the Houston Texans, but you know this is one of those sick things the Browns do nearly the last every year for the last four years is that they give you the little little bit of hope yeah, of, a, of a run. <laughs> um, so they just spit in your face. You, you get <laughs> I. I I'll tell you this. Sunday, I was dreading going to that game. It was, it, was like, it was one of those games I planned at the beginning of the season to go to. And I was excited to go because Tom Brady was going. Hopefully the Browns I would, hope he'd go, the Browns would at least be 500. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and they, they definitely should have. Um, you know, you, you turn a, a game or two with a different result, we're... I'm sure the vibe in this city is a lot different, but I still think there's a lot of optimism going into the next couple weeks, given that you get your franchise quarterback in. Um, you come, come off a very, I would say, a good win, even though it was sloppy. At this point in the season, it doesn't matter how you do it. Yeah, as long as you win. You look at what's going on around the league, there's a lot of favorable matchups. Um, you, you know, uh, Baltimore dropped one against Jacksonville in a yeah, late, late uh, last-minute heartbreaker. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Buffalo coming up with New England. Um, the Chargers are playing um, the Dolphins this week. So... And then you got the Jets in Minnesota. And then you get your cracks at the division the following week. So you're gonna you're gonna have a chance to I got a call. Um you're gonna have a chance to get a nice little crack at your run in the next couple of weeks. And it starts su- Sunday by getting a win. If there is ever a game to knock the rust off, it's this one. Yeah, it's kind of perfect. It sets you up nice for the rust. Well, I, I feel like this is this is the <sighs> ideal situation to get a quarterback that hasn't played in two years against a very poor team. You're coming off a win, so there's a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Um, you have a you have a run game, um, so it's like let's let's put this thing in the gear. Um, yeah. You know. Let's open up the playbook. Let's get a little more aggressive. It's time to roll. It's crunch time. Yeah, let them get comfortable because, I mean, you got to look at, like, yeah, cause going forward, I mean, they're, I'd probably say every game, and I've, and, and like, when I look at the season, obviously when I look at the schedule, I'm like, okay, there's some games that, like, I'm like, we're, we are, like, 95%, I'm 95% sure he's, they're not going to win. Yeah. But when we look at this next six-game stretch, I think every single week is winnable. You know, and it's kind of like in the, in the first half of the season, right, where you're looking at these first, like, you know, five, six games, right? Okay, these are kind of winnable, right? The middle stretch was really tough. But now we're, like, looking at it, it's like, okay, like, we got the Bengals again. We, so we got the, obviously, the Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, okay? Those are three really tough games. 
Um, and we, we can't take those lightly. Uh, but Even the Commanders. And the Commanders and the Saints. Which yeah. The Saints have one of the worst offenses in general this year. Um, you and, know, and so, you got them at home in the cold. Yes, and against Andy Dalton. So, which is blows my mind that they they're starting Andy Dalton over James Winston. But whatever, that's a different conversation. Yes. But all these wins or all these games are winnable games. So, I mean, we couldn't easily flop and just go. You know, win two, lose hey, four. It or... could it could all end on Sunday if they don't win against Houston. So. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's uh... let's let's focus on yeah. Houston. Yeah. Speaking of Houston, let's 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 roll into Houston. They okay? they uh, benched Davis Mills. Yes, for Kyle Allen. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a bottom of the barrel kind of team. One one nine and one right now. Yeah. And and you know, like a lot of the times, like you remember a couple of years ago. I mean, this is different. COVID year against the Jets with uh, Sam Darnold and they really they, we went they went out there we didn't have our receivers but they they went out there and they wanted to win. Mm-hmm. I watched the Texans this past week. That that is a deprived team of just any type of like emotion. They don't care at all. Damien Pierce and and outside of that man they don't. This team looks defeated. Like they look sad. Playing. Yeah, like I I think there will be a little bit of motivation at least for the city. Yeah, um, I think this crowd is gonna be a little hyped up, um, giving yeah. the situation. But that whole organization is they completely flipped over from when he was there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you take away all the outside noise of the Watson Watson stuff. And you boil it down to the his relations with the team. Um, I mean, he was kind of put in a situation where they were trading away the best players at the time yeah. for nothing. DeAndre Hopkins gone for what a fourth round pick and uh, David Johnson. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about a steal? That that is highway robbery. That. Yeah, Literally. so um, given Watson's, like, he, he's trying to win. I mean, he's a he's a very good quarterback. He's a top-five quarterback when he's playing. And you're put in a situation where you go from being a top contender in the playoffs and they basically strip the team. Yeah. And you're not even getting... The year after. You're not even getting top-tier picks. I mean, for Christ's sake, they... Claypool just went for a second round pick, and he's not nearly as getting as much touches as Hopkins is. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Hopkins has already surpassed him in yardage this year, and he missed like six games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I, I guess when we look at this team though, right now, I mean the Browns, obviously, I, I think we'll see a lot more dynamic play. Um, yeah, I think it's it might be it might be rough. To be honest with you guys, it might be a rough. Just because, I mean, he's getting into it for the first time in a very long time. So, uh, you know, th- this is where the defense kind of needs to step up and kind of like hold it down, you know. And I think they can't because, I mean, said th- this this offense outside of Damian Pierce is very lackluster. So um, It's basically going to be stop the run on Sunday. It's basically stop the run and just, yeah, play some good coverage, you know, and then you guys should be able to. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it's. Yeah. Basically, what you need for the rest of the season is what you got on Sunday. It's not going to be pretty, but 
it got the job done. They're not giving up 30 points. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how to compare this to other teams, but it's, it's gonna, that's what it's gonna take to win. Um, I feel like you're in a situation where you can get into a shootout now. Kyle Allen, though? Oh, no, with with Watson on your team. Okay, I got you, I got Um, you. So, I think you're able to get away with a couple more things if you get the Watson that you think you're going to get. Yeah, Um, biggest question mark. Yeah, uh, you're going to see a lot of RPOs. I think that's where the offense is really going to change. Like, because that is probably going to be the majority of the playbook now. Where that's really going to be a big threat in the run game. Um, you see a team like Baltimore. The problem with Baltimore is, as a defensive player, is where your eyes go. And that is where I think it's a threat. Because who's taking the ball? Is it going to be Gus Edwards? Is it going to be whatever receivers in motion? Or is it going to be Lamar Jackson? And you got two different guards pulling two opposite directions. Yeah, it's too, so it's too many things to plan for. So it's it's definitely definitely a lot. I mean, you got one pulling, you got Ricard going straight up. This is something that you got to put in perspective for the Browns that they could probably put put together a similar offense. Yeah. Um, I think they'll have a little more of a threat with Chubb and Hunt in there. And you have Watson who can take off at any time. I, I think that's this is where the difference is. Jacoby played as best as he could. The best as he could. You couldn't ask anything more out of him. It wasn't that we lost because bad quarterback played. That is not the problem right now. It's a defensive problem. But... Offensively, at the quarterback position, there's things that you can do with Watson, and there's things Watson does that Jacoby couldn't really do. Um, like Jacoby did a great job of knowing when to take it and run, but I, I think Watson is less hesitant to do so. Um, yeah. Rather it being a 10 to 20 yard, I mean, 10 little scramble just to get a first down. I think Watson can turn that into a touchdown. Or just, you know, simple things like this. There's an additional yardage to be added to what Watson can do versus what Jacoby could do. Yeah. So, I mean, you can, you can look at it like, damn, he's so slow. He's a big running back. He's like that Big Ben style of quarterback. Yeah, I mean, we were just watching some highlights before, and he was literally getting taken down, and he's just, like, getting taken down like this, and he still, like, throws it, completes the pass while he's, like... How how, how do you stop a quarterback that can throw the ball accurately into double coverage, falling down, getting sacked? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, It should should be fun. I'm going to throw some cowtails out here. Um, I'm just going to say defensive line. Because you need to stop this run game. That's all you need to do. Stop this run game. You guys got them. Uh, all you guys split that bad boy. Uh, number two, I'm going to go Njoku. I think Njoku is going to have a nice game. Uh, I mean, had he's, he's been looking great. And obviously won the, won the game this last week for us. So 
uh, Njoku uh, is going to have a pretty massive game, in my opinion. And I think the final one is the obvious one. You say it, not me. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> um, not everybody's a fan favorite, but uh, it's going to Deshaun Watson. Um, first game back in two years, I'm sure. Lights, camera, action. It's ready to go. Um, I know I'm excited to see him play. I was a big fan of him at Clemson. I was a big fan of him in Houston. Wipe out all the other stuff. I'm still excited for his play. Okay. Make that very, very clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, that uh, the, this guy can really flip this team on its head and really change the momentum for the rest of the season. And I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, it's hard to base your opinion of how he's going to play like many Browns fans has already done this year off a preseason game and two drives that he only threw the ball four times and three of them got dropped. So, that being said, it's going to be a very interesting thing to see him play a whole entire game in this system with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and Amari Cooper and Joku and a great offensive line, which he has not been able to afford since the Texans decided to blow it up in, yeah. in Houston. And they did not have the running backs that they have here in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, some Two Royal Donuts. I think we hit that Royal Donuts on the head today. Stop the run. Open up the playbook. I want, I want, and that's I kind of want to touch on the playback playbook. It's the Stefanski. Let it rip, man. Let it rip. Let it rip. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Just see what Watson can do. You know, let let him just get him comfortable. I think there's gonna be a lot of like, Watson's just gonna turn something into nothing into something, and I think that's that's where it's the difference here. Yeah. Um, well, then, what's your prediction? What are you thinking? Predictions. I think that there was going to be some rust. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a hangover from the win. Rust, not rust. rust. So we might actually get more than three points. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I had to, dude. Russ is so bad. <laughs> you, you see, Russell Wilson and the Broncos are the worst. They, they score the least. They're, points. The, they're the second worst team in the conference. Yeah, but like they have the worst scoring offense of the entire NFL. So dead last. That's so sad. Mm -hmm. uh, so, prediction. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Broncos Nation. Let's rock. Broncos Nation. Let's <laughs> rock. Dude, I've seen so many memes where like it's like uh like it says that phrase, it says the ride, and it's like something that's like just fucked up. <laughs> it's like the ride, it was it shows like a bull bull riding or something. Oh well. Gosh. Uh the this game I think it's gonna be really weird. I think it's gonna get frustrating just because it's a bad team and we think higher than our of our team. But I think it's gonna be a, like a twenty four to twenty kind of game. Interesting. Browns. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think the Texans are gonna be able to score all that much. I, I don't think Kyle Allen has it in him, man. Um I think it's gonna be Damian Pierce that does the Throwing and running. Running <laughs> and Brandon Cook. This is going to be Wildcat. <laughs> um, They're running the Ronnie Brown offense all the way down the field. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say like 24 to like 13. Something weird. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to look that great. But yeah, Damian Pierce, I think, is going to have a good game. Uh, it's just that, you know, you can't... If you stop the run game, I mean, Kyle Allen's very limited. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, so I think stop the run... And he's a bitch. Total bitch. <laughs> former Bengal, right? And former Bronco, the one that oh. beat us in Mile High with Fat Mayfield. And <laughs> Fat Mayfield. <laughs> Was that 20, and, 2019 and the, Mayfield? And the coach that held the Denny's menu. Had two of the best receivers in the league and couldn't do nothing. Um, rough. Right. So rough that's is right. That's what dogs say. <laughs> rough, rough. Dog check. Rough. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the prediction. That's the episode. What the, no, no, no. What's your score? You didn't make a prediction. I did. 24-13. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> so play I, it back. I'm going to play it back. I'm play gonna, it back. I'm going to throw the challenge down, dude. All right. I said it. 24-13. So it's going to be an ugly game. I'll replay it for the bill. So this is a rewind. Like 24 to like 13. Something weird. Um, so that's that's this week. That's this week. Thanks for watching. Thank Bullshit! You. Thank you. Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go Browns! Go Browns. Let's get it. <laughs> I feel like they'd say 24. Browns Nation. Let's ride.